Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based on the appointed readings in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year, primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. These second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm within this series. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years, that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter, but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit the Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website on which I've posted for this podcast an illuminated page from Psalm 67 in the Bohun Psalter in Hours. Please note that there is a difference in numbering between St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible and the version used since the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which has the effect of making all the psalms from 10 to 150 off by one number. For example, Psalm 22 and Psalm 67 in today's readings are Psalm 21 and Psalm 66, respectively, in the Vulgate version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice still used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Psalter. For more on Trinity season, the longest season on the Anglican Church calendar, watch our seasonal video series Trinity Tide, The Teaching Season, which includes its history and its place on the church calendar, including the possibilities for the lengthening and shortening of the season based upon the variable dates of Easter and the date of First Sunday in Advent. The series is presented in nine episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm readings for Fourth Sunday after Trinity are Psalm 22, verse 23 to the end, paired with Psalm 67. The reading from Psalm 22 is a fragment beginning at verse 23. However, the opening words in Latin are Dios, Dios meus. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him, magnify him, all ye the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor, he hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. 
The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. And all the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him. They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. As noted earlier, the reading from Psalm 22 is a fragment covering only verses 23 to 32. The full text and commentary on Psalm 22, the most Christological of all the Psalms, is discussed in the podcast homily for morning prayer on the sixth Sunday in Lent, or Palm Sunday. In this podcast, I address only three verses, Numbers 23, 27, and 29. Verse 23 commands, quote, the seed of Jacob and the, quote, seed of Israel to praise the Lord. In the lectionary, these verses are read several times throughout the year, often paired with Psalm 24. Psalm 20, excuse me, verse 27 continues to prophesy, extending his teachings and the worship of him to all the nations. And finally, verse 29, all such as be fat upon earth, unquote, refers to those who are prosperous, whether politically, socially, or economically, and not to excessive weight gain, as in fat. Psalm 67 is the second psalm reading for fourth Sunday after Trinity. It's a short seven-verse psalm attributed to King David, and its first words in Latin are Deus Miseriator. God be merciful unto us and bless us, and show us the light of his countenance, and be merciful unto us, that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for thou shalt judge the folk righteously, and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, even our own God, shall give us his blessing. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the world shall fear him. Psalm 67, as noted, attributed to David, has such universality that it is sometimes cited as a doxology to the creator of all things. The first verse sounds very much like the priestly blessing based upon Numbers 6, verse 25 in the Book of Common Prayer at the end of the penitential office for Ash Wednesday. Among Eastern Christians, Psalm 67 has always been seen as prophetic of the change which would come to the world with the Incarnation, Christ's death on the cross, and the resurrection. The psalmist expresses the desire for, quote, the nations of the earth in verse 2, 3, 4, and 5 to rejoice and be glad. This desire is fulfilled only in the Incarnation. Psalm 67 is especially familiar to Anglicans as the evening prayer canticle appointed for reading or singing following the second or New Testament lesson.
for a listing of every use of Psalms 90, excuse me, 22 and 67, see the entry for each of these two Psalms in our book, The Prayer Book Psalter, History, Text, and Commentary, which also includes in the introduction an explanation of the different classes of Psalms, and at the back of the book, a glossary of every person, place, or event mentioned in the Psalter. The first lesson for Fourth Sunday after Trinity is Genesis 12, 1-9 on the first covenant, that which the Lord made to Abraham and his descendants. The second lesson is Galatians 3, verses 1-9, which is the opening verses in St. Paul's teaching lessons to the congregation in the Galatia region of Asia Minor. On the one gospel, that is, of Christ. St. Paul is the focus of episode 5 in our Christian education video series, The Lives of the Saints. First series commemorating those saints with feast days in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. St. Paul's founding of the church in Galatia on his first and second missionary journeys is discussed and illustrated in chapters 14 and 16 in our publication, The Acts of the Apostles annotated and illustrated. The closing prayer for this podcast homily for morning prayer is the collect for Fourth Sunday after Trinity, adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from a late Gregorian sacramentary as it appeared in the Sarum Missal. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, Increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we may finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www. Anglican Internet Church dot net